I'm Frederick March. I'm here to show you what the best practices are to change your life and to become more successful in everything you do. Episode 17, Motivation. Hi, Red Fred here. How you doing? Welcome to my podcast. Nice to see you again. <laughs> again, I can't see you. You can see me. So I've been thinking about a lot of things, life in general, and all kinds of goals that I'm trying to achieve and all that kind of stuff. I'm going through some stuff, you know, some difficulties in my life right now. And some of the things that I was doing on a regular basis, I've kind of slowed down on, like uh, envisioning and all that kind of stuff. And even my eating habits have been all over the place. I'm going through something pretty significant in my life, so it's taken a toll, And but, you know, I'm working things out. But one of the things I was thinking about is, like, um, goal setting. You know, I've never been much of a goal setter, but I was told that's how you achieve goals, by setting big goals and then working towards that goal and then giving yourself a reward when you receive the objective of the goal. Now, that doesn't sound horrible, doesn't sound wrong, sounds okay. But I realized that maybe for me, is that when I do that, that reward that I need to get at the end. Now, you would think that being a big person and having changed a lot of my mindsets about who I am, and I, I think I talked about it in my previous podcast about me believing that in order to stay big was keeping me safe. Because then in, in the past, when I would get bullied, I was small and they were bigger than me and they would bully me and they beat me up. But I thought if I was big, then nobody could ever hurt me. You know, I could stay. And so I, I did a couple things, you know without thinking about it. It was just decisions that I made that gave me uh, programming that who I was to be in the future, which I didn't even know that I did. <laughs> you know, we have all this programming in us that we need to figure out. And, you know, for me, it's been a blessing to be able to sit with the Lord and pray. And, and he gives me revelation about, and he gave me a revelation about it the other day when I was praying. And what he showed me is that I had a a, a mindset. I had a thought process that said, if I'm big, I can't be beat up. I can't be hurt because I'd be the big one and not the little one. So I need to be big and stay big. No matter how often I try to lose weight and get into shape, I had this vision of who I needed to be in order to be safe in the back of my mind that was always uh, affecting that process. So stopping it or getting the cravings that I want or no energy because... Your body is not going to make available to you the uh, energy that you need in order to do something if it believes it goes against what's safety for you. And for me, I thought being small was not safe. Being big was safe. And so my body was not going to allow me to lose the weight. Even if I tried really, really big diets and I lost a lot of weight and then all of a sudden I gained it all back again. Uh, I started working out and I lost motivation. I lost whatever. I got injured. I got hurt. Whatever the situation is. I'd always fall back in, in, in those patterns and I'd get even bigger than I was before. 
because I had a mindset, I had a, a thought, I had an, an image of myself that wasn't based on his image of me, but my image of what I needed in order to be safe. And what that was, if you're little, you get hurt. If you're big, you're safe. That was a big revelation for me. I didn't realize I thought that way. I didn't realize there was that mindset. It's like, no, I don't need to be big. And not only that, what maybe when I was a little boy was maybe true because when I did get bigger, I didn't get I didn't get beat up anymore. I was also in martial arts at the time. Maybe I got more confident. I just didn't get beat up as much. So intellectually, maybe my little mind said, see, it's true. That's proof. But now, being big is not safe for me. It's the opposite of safe for me. It's dangerous. There's all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. and But this is what happens when we have a program like that. We have a mindset like that. At first, it maybe was helpful for to us to think that, you know, to grow bigger would be important. But then it becomes this thing that causes problems down the road because it's no longer something that we need to be thinking that. So we need to walk free from those thought processes. You know, so in part of the way that I was always trying to achieve my goals was by giving myself some uh, attainable things, saying, okay, if I lose this much weight and I get to this size, I'm going to buy myself uh, new clothes. I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to do, trying to motivate myself. And these things had to be big in order to, justify because this is people all talk about the, the why the why has to be so big in order to achieve the why because it, you need to be able to look at that why and go okay this is why i'm working through all this stuff this is why i'm doing this because this why is so important to me i've always had a difficult time with that i never felt like there was a why that was big enough for me to to do that and so i'm like okay it wasn't enough motivation for me to do something there wasn't a why that was big enough I used to think, okay, then maybe I'm flawed in that way, you know? But I think realize, what I would have realized is that I have to make the journey the objective, not the destination. And, you know, people say that all the time. You know, when they go visit someplace new the first time, it, it wasn't the actual destination. It was that process of getting there and then being there and walking in that area. You know, the Bible says that you, know, you have enough concerns for the day not to worry about the future and forget about the past. And I think that's exactly right. I think when the Lord knew what he was talking about, when he was talking about how we should deal with our life, I think we should make the objective of the day to be the goal. So uh, I want to work out. So I work out. That workout is the reward. Because that's what I want to do. I want to be fit. And I know I need to be fit. And so that workout is the reward. That effort is the reward. If you make the effort the reward, then the effort is no longer as difficult to do. Because we all live by a reward system chemically in our body. And so if we have something that we want to do, we get it done, we get some dopamine, that gives us a reward system. We feel good about it. And so then that's what happens. That's why people talk about who are like runners who run a lot. Get this 
runners high. You know, they feel really great when they're running because that's the dopamine giving, kicking them in because they're achieving the goal they want. They wanted to go for a run. They went for a run. They've achieved that goal. They're getting a reward. They're getting that dopamine. It makes them feel good. We're all this way. That's why we eat food. We want to eat food. We, we, all this kind of stuff is all about dopamine. We want to make, feel good, right? So I realized that I got to stop making these lofty goals to say, uh, by this date, I want to be this much weight and doing this kind of thing. Because if you don't get that, you feel like, oh, I failed. I didn't, I didn't achieve my goal. But if you say today, I want to work out for a half hour. And then you know that's what you want to do. And then you do that effort and that's your reward. You did what you said you were going to do. The reward is keeping yourself accountable to what you want to do. It's, it doesn't sound as glamorous, but I'm telling you, you do this on a regular basis, your effort becomes the reward. This is how highly successful people achieve their goal. If you ask most billionaires and multimillionaires and people who are very successful who did a lot of wonderful things, if you ask them, did they have that expectation at the end to be in that spot? Then most of them would say, no, I just did my daily thing. When I needed to do that day, I did that. When I needed to do the next day, I did that. And I just did it. And that running their business or uh, creating the process or product, whatever it was, was enjoyment in itself. That was the goal. That was the objective, to do that thing. And that's where they got their motivation to keep on going because it was the thing that they were doing that was the fun part the thing they were they were doing that was the objective not the end goal the end goal became because of the willingness to do what you needed to do in order to get that thing done and the reason that you were willing to do that is because they felt the joy in it they felt uh something in that to say this is what i want to do and this is what i'm doing and they get it done that's what we all need to do we all need to be like that so I've learned that about myself. This is probably going to be a shorter podcast than usual because time is crunched. But oh, take that into consideration. Try to make your daily goals and the achievement of those daily goals the reward in itself. Not a lofty goal down the road. That will come. The lofty goals down the road will come if you continue to do what you're required to do and you need to do in order to achieve greatness right now. You do what you need to do right now. We all know what we need to do. We need to eat healthy. We all know that. We need to take care of our body. We all know that. We need to work out on a regular basis. We all know that. Nobody is deceived in thinking that that's not the case. It is the case. So those are the things you can plan for. You say, okay, my day consist of this and this is what I got to do some I have a job okay my job's physical you know so instead of saying oh I hate my physical job my job is so difficult I can't instead of saying okay you know what my job is physical okay that's a workout so that's so now all of a sudden your job is not uh, a chore your job is now an objective to keep you healthy to keep you strong to keep you moving now it's a benefit now you all of a sudden, ooh, and it, it gives me the money that I need in order to pay my bills and to be able to achieve something bigger. So, okay, I'm going to take a certain amount of my pay and put it aside for this project that I'm doing. Put it aside, put it aside, put it aside. 
you know, if you want to start a production company, you say, okay, I need to create a video today so I can demonstrate what I can do and, and send then put it up on my YouTube channel and say, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I can do. This is what I can do. And then you're creating a portfolio. Then that becomes, and somebody says, hey, can you do this? Like, here's my portfolio. Check it out. And they're like, your work, you got hired. But it's something you need to do every day. You just think about it. Okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. Use your life as your motivation to go forward. If, if Do whatever we're required to do today. And try not to make lofty goals and give yourself a reward at the end of that lofty goals. The reward that you should have on a daily basis is the reward you want to, you need to pray every day. Prayer is the reward within itself. It's a reward within itself. I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about um, changing my mindsets, you know, and making positive confessions about myself, you know, and, and a lot of people have a thing about making positive confessions and positive because like it's a little new agey. Yeah, it's a little new agey. But what I realized that what positive confessions really were are prayers that you're making for yourself. And so this is how I do my positive confessions. This is how I do it. Thank you, Lord, that I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. Thank you, Lord, that I achieve all the goals that I have for the day. Thank you, Lord, that I am uh, more than a conqueror. Thank you, Lord, that... And so these are not just... And if you're paying attention to what I was doing, these are prayers that I'm praying for myself. But they're not saying... I want to be, I hope to be. It's saying exactly what the Bible says about me. This is who I am. I am an overcomer. I am victorious. I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am. That is mine. You confess that over yourself on a regular basis, which means you pray for yourself on a regular basis. Becomes your reality. You start believing those things because... We need to sometimes hear something on a regular basis in order to believe something. You can't just say, "Oh, uh, I, I, you know, I'm sick now. Now that I need, now that I'm sick, I'm going to believe for healing." That's going to be very tough for you, very tough for you. Better to believe that I'm a healthy, wealthy, and wise person. I walk in divine health. Believe that now. Now. Now, every day confess that. Every day pray that. And then what happens when sickness tries to come on you? It can't. Because you already believe that you're healthy, wealthy, and wise. You're already walking in that. You have to change the way you see yourself. Go into a deep prayer with the Lord. Be still and allow him the opportunity to speak to you and tell you where you have programming from your childhood, from other people, from whatever the situation that is not suiting you, that is causing you to have struggles and problems with sickness and disease and a career and finances and all those mindsets that we have about ourselves and because of our the way we were brought up. You know, I would never have figured out that I had a mindset that I needed to be staying big because it's safe. Never would have figured that out until the Lord showed it to me that I had that. 
image of myself. The bigger I am, the safer I am, and nobody's going to hurt me anymore. That is no longer useful for me. In fact, it's the opposite. I need to be safe by getting smaller. And I'm changing that. I am healthy, wealthy, wise. I am fit, strong, confident, passionate person. Thank Lord that I have all that's required of me already in me. Anyway. I love you. I really hope you have a wonderful day. And know that no matter what you're going through in life, sometimes you go through stuff that it's really hard. You feel like you're losing a part of you, your life. I'm going through that. I feel like I'm losing a part of my understanding about who I am. But that's not the case. Who I am is who he says I am. Who he says I am is awesome. Better than I think I am. So, I've decided I'm going to see myself the way he sees me. Not the way I think that I am. The way that he knows that I am. And so you dig into the scripture. You find out what God says about you. The fact that you're precious and lovely and worth him dying for. Every lash that he took on his body was worth you, me. Every lash. Worth dying, going to hell. So you could be free from our programming. And allow the spirit to have free reign. And not the soul and all this confusion. Nobody's fault. Bless you. I love you. I love you. I'm giving you a big hug. Praying for you. Stay strong. Stay in prayer. Believe what God says about you. Stop believing the lies that are inside here or the mindsets or the deceptions or whatever is in there. You are not worthless. You are not worthless. You are worth so much. So much. So precious. So lovely. So smart. Beautiful. Strong, healthy, vibrant, loving, all those things. It's all you. That's all in you. All that other stuff that is trying to make you feel a different way, push it away. It's not true. That's not you. Nobody is like that. Nobody is evil. They may do evil things. They have may have done evil things. Learn to forgive yourself. And walk free from those things. Be a better you. And he will show you how to be a better you. 
He loves you more than I love you. More than anybody else loves you. And, and again, I know I said this before, but if you're alone in this world and you don't have anybody you can talk to or feel comfortable with or um, share your heart with or that kind of stuff, reach out to somebody in a church and say, listen, I don't know where my faith is. I don't know who I am exactly, but I need to be surrounded by a family of people who want to love me and support me. Is this a place for that? Ask that question. I'm almost certain they'll say yes. Come on in. Hug you and hold you and counsel you and show you the way you should walk. That's what I would do if you came to where I was. Again, I love you. Give you a big hug. Be still and know he is God. Go into a quiet place. Some people call it meditation. It's not meditation. It's relaxation. It's rejuvenation. It's spending time with God and allowing him to fill your spirit and reveal to you, you. Shutting down the programming and allowing your spirit to rise up and show you the truth of what's really happening. It's difficult sometimes to do it when you're thinking about all kinds of stuff and all kinds of things happening in your life, but it's critical. Whatever you can do, wherever you can do it, if you're sitting quietly in your vehicle with your eyes closed, just focusing on God. I know it's hard to do. But it's more important than anything else that you could do on this planet. Anything else. Because you get yourself in a place where you're set free from all the mindsets and all the programming. You become the person that can help other people to go through what they're going through. You become that perfect parent that can show a child how to they should act and how they should behave. Not how you were programmed to behave. Anyways, again, I love you. See you later.